below. Check, check, one, two. Yeah. Hey there, Leanne. Hey, Nikki. <clears throat> Just doing the test real quick. Welcome, everyone, to the Dr. Funk Live podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, for subscribing on iTunes, for subscribing on YouTube, Stitcher, and other platforms. Today, we're going to be talking about the TikTok deal with the estate, Paisley Park reopening, and a bunch of other Paisley news and your questions. What's going on from around the world that can tune in live and are watching later on? I see California in the house again in other places. Hello, Michelle, Leanne, Patricia, Carrie, Nikki, Diane, Catherine, Terry, Mia, Wendy, Lori, <clears throat> uh, Michelle, Leanne, Susan. Mia, ask me that question um, later on. I don't believe so, but let me know. <clears throat> so you guys hearing me loud and clear, uh, just with no guests today, I have no headphones on, so just doing the microphone directly and we're going to be getting into stuff we always need some positive news for these days right uk in the house what's going on danny yeah yeah all right so first things first hey donna first things first what do you guys think of the TikTok deal before I start uh, reading stuff on it. We'll also touch base on the purple movement for a little bit as well with other news. Um, I'm going to read some things because there's some good stuff about TikTok and there's some bad stuff about TikTok. So thank you regarding uh, the mug. Made sure to bring a little Paisley Park mug and also the t-shirt it's a musicology, musicology shirt, uh, one of the, not the one sold with Third Eye Girl, but the one that Spencer uh, had designed for the musicology uh, band, Battle of the Bands at Paisley Park. So we're in Paisley full effect today. Paisley Park is also in our hearts, but for some of us on our mugs and t-shirts as well. Cha-ching. Um, all right, Michelle, and I'll get more into that. Michelle's first saying, I'm sorry to all who like it, but not happy with the TikTok. There's no way Prince would have licensed music to such a mind-numbing app like that. We'll get into that, Michael. Um, can't share to Facebook without copyright warning. Share to Facebook with what about TikTok? It's probably because they don't own it. Let's see. Don't think people are giving stuff for free. See, that doesn't mean it's free, though. We don't know what was done. It was licensed. Um, I don't think it's a smart idea, even though P more than likely wouldn't approve. I think it's a smart idea. Um, all right, stop buttoning it. All right, I should make you guys for each like button, like you guys gonna pay a dollar or something. I'm playing. Um, so we're gonna go into 
things and how Prince originally felt about Twitter and Instagram and other things, even a month before he joined Twitter. So let's get into the good and the bad of how I feel about TikTok, not trying to change your guys' mind, but here's an interesting article on it. So, uh, okay, don't button up, jeez. Uh, you'll make it rain. All right. Wow. I have more fans than I thought. Usually my DMs are dry, as they say. So TikTok has inked a deal with the Prince Estate to bring his full catalog of songs to the short form video app. See, my issue with it isn't what any of you guys have brought up. Steve Park brought it up, though. But the headline for this, what U.S. government investigation? TikTok just licensed the entire Prince catalog. TikTok inking a deal with the Prince Estate to bring his full catalog of songs to the short form video app. Prince was notoriously protective of his works when he was alive, as you guys are bringing up. The singer pulled his music from streaming services like Spotify and Apple Music. But after his death in 2016, Prince's family began putting them back online. Okay, number one, that's wrong. I cannot reiterate it enough. The family does not make any decisions right now a majority of it they're not even um they don't even discuss with them things that they're going to do the estate is not prince's family it's not them first it was bremer trust now it's bank comerica bank and when it comes to decisions like this it's troy carter who's the entertainment advisor along with the estate the family makes none of this this isn't why i chose this article but I just have to reiterate that. And when you see people talking online saying, oh, Tyka needs new shoes. That's why this deal was made. They ain't getting paid. They're trying to get 10 grand a month at least. And the estate is saying no, that they would have to sell stuff at Paisley Park. They make sure to say that probably to get you guys on their side, but they're not getting any money from it. Not even 10 grand a month, which in the spectrum of things isn't a lot of money when you consider how much, uh, the estate value could be. Perhaps the artist is rolling in his, well, we won't get into that, but TikTok is now the first short video app to gain access to Prince's entire discography. That means TikTok users will be able to dance and sing to Prince's songs in their videos. TikTok hopes the exclusive will help to generate interest in the app despite rising security concerns. That's where my issue is with it. The app's viral popularity has helped push many artists to the front of the line, so to speak. Little Nas X famously blew up after Justin Bieber featured the Old Town Road TikTok on his Instagram page. TikTok links popular videos that use the same song, helping create new viral hits. Not just the same song, the same 15 seconds over and over and over again. So the official Prince account features music video clips in a TV interview. And of course, a pop-up ad right now. So, um, of course, that company is getting the money for it. So, and it's freezing up my phone. Fantastic. While I'm trying to read to you the problems that I have, and probably they don't want it to be known. Um, it doesn't address concerns and spying and censorship that are rampant on the platform. Digital Music News has covered several instances of TikTok censoring content critical of China. Interesting. 
Just recently, the app was busted for reading mobile clipboards every few keystrokes. For now, TikTok remains banned on U.S. government devices as Congress investigates these and other concerns. Either way, TikTok's focus on collecting as much data as it can about its users should concern everyone, not just government officials. That's my issue with it. Now, we'll cover that and I'll get back to your comments. And if anything that's missed while I was writing that you guys have put have been wanting me to see, make sure to write again. Just I don't have to go back and do ums because we don't want to hear um a lot here. Okay, so the 15 seconds. There's names that you're familiar with, Justin Bieber, possibly Lil Nas X. If you're not familiar with it, your daughter is or your son is, for sure. Now these platforms work, and the reason that I think it's important is that you're trying to reach a younger audience. There's a reason why they're doing this stuff, is we want the younger people to be reached, not just us. Although some of us feel that Prince is very special to us, and he is, we do have to share him with the world so other things happen and his music is found with the younger generation. So I'm good with those things. Now, there was an app called Vine, and those were four-second clips. Now, you want to talk about the younger generation that they have... They can't focus on stuff for a long period of time, you know, uh, four seconds. And sometimes there'd be some Prince clips. So I would tweet those. And I got contacted by one of Prince's people. Why are you posting that stuff? And I went, because Vine is where the younger people are at. And, you know, if they're using the platform to share his music, even with funny little clips, I think it's fine. So there was a little bit of a pushback on now, as you know, uh, Prince would, how do I put it? There'd be some stuff that he'd push back, just like on this original show of us playing his music on it, that first he didn't like it. I'm like, look, dude, no one wants to just hear me talk about you. You know, they want your music. They want other news. We got to make this happen. If you don't want me to do it anymore, I won't do it. But you won't allow your videos on YouTube. You won't. You're not getting played on the radio. This is where your fans are at. And we'd have thousands watching at once. So, you know, if you don't want me to do it, I won't do it anymore. What happened? The next episode, he dropped a new song in the middle of the show and then did that for months and then had it available on third iTunes. So sometimes you have to have pushback. Just like with Vine, I felt it was important. Then... Um, and let me just put this up really quick. Oh, this one. Just want to reiterate that. I'm going to get back to our regularly scheduled programming. Um, so, hello, Nashville. So here it is. In 2011, Prince was wanting to do a new website and uh, new social media accounts, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram was in its, you know, infant stages at the time, but I was approached about running everything. Now, Prince would try to have people do stuff for free. So my response back to Karen was, I would love to do it, but you have to show me the money. And then it was a few months of silence. So in 2012, I made Prince a Twitter account and let 
his manager at the time know? And I said, you know, that there's this thing that, you know, people tweet stuff and we could be tweeting after show information or other stuff coming on. But what we should do is, is after the shows are complete, is delete the tweet. So what's interesting about that is, you know, after Prince had a Twitter account and other stuff, he did this thing called TAD, tweet, all delete. So I don't know, the person I talked to originally was not directly Prince with that. She thought it was an interesting idea. And I went, yeah, because everyone keeps their tweets up, but the tweets don't age well, especially if you're doing after shows or other stuff, you delete the tweet afterwards. After the people see it, they need to see it, you delete it. So flash forward to 2013, I'm at Paisley Park uh, for Montreux rehearsals for the Montreux Jazz Festival. Um, it's the entire MPG and Third Eye Girl, and it's just me uh, watching it. There's uh, Joshua Welton and Trevor Guy and Prince working the soundboard, and then he walks over and performs. Then we talk for a little bit afterwards. Then I bring up Twitter, and immediately, as soon as I brought up Twitter, before I can even say tweet, twit he was like i don't tweet and i went but it gets you directly into contact with your fans he's like i don't tweet i don't do that stuff i'm like it's important to do things like that um i don't think he was really listening but i thought that before of other things that would happen so after montreux about a month later in august of 2013 he joins Twitter and it's him and other people running stuff. Then yes, then there's Princegram. But remember, Princegram actually came from a Jimmy Fallon skit on The Tonight Show where it was just a thing called Princegram and it like puts your face on uh, Prince's body. So there'd be some shots where Jimmy's face would appear and uh, his sidekick whose name escapes me right now um, who he hasn't had in months as he's been doing the shows from home. It was his face on the Love Sexy cover. So it was the Instagram thing. I posted that on my site. He found it funny. Of course, when he joined Instagram, it was Instagram. So there's these other things that Prince originally pushed back on. Now with Vine, he probably didn't like the four second thing and other things. But anyway, Facebook purchased, um, uh, you know, Instagram. Vine went the ways of other stuff because now you can post videos on Instagram and Instagram was also a way to compete with Snapchat, um, with TikTok. And I believe someone was saying earlier, what's up D? Someone was saying earlier that, um, you know, about these, about these things of where it goes. And someone's bringing up another thing. Young people won't go and buy any music. That's why an MPG music club right now doesn't make sense is that we have a whole generation of people that have gotten music for free. So that's part of the problem. So yes, they're not gonna be buying it, but the thing is, is they're not gonna be buying it digitally. What we're seeing is over the past few years, and it's not every set is the price of a sign of the times box set, um, that the younger generation is starting to buy vinyl again for retro, for the colored vinyl, which is extremely popular, not just the purple vinyl, the Ariana Grande stuff that they make and put on the pink vinyl and other stuff that sells out so quick that the Urban Outfitters, it'll sell like for 20, 25 bucks. 
now goes for over $300, $400. It's absolutely ridiculous. So there's money in it, but those are limited pressings, not an entire run of purple vinyl. So my problem with TikTok um, is just about the spying and other stuff that's going on. But as long as it's reaching younger people do stuff, it's fine. Just make sure that they're not using it for other things. Things would be so different if there was a will. I agree. Uh, there's not. And there's doing it. Is there a record of his tweets? There is accounts. And I'm sure someone will reach out to me to say it that have been kind of like prints undeleted and other stuff that have kind of kept the tweets. There would be times where he tweeted at me and I'd save it real quick because I know he would delete it. And then a few times, like a lot of times, I'd find news articles and then at him at it. And then he would tweet it out, not giving credit, but that's how Prince is. A lot of people were worried about why would you want him on Twitter because that's your thing and it takes away from it. I'm like, look, he needs to have direct contact with the fans. I can be the conduit for so much and I understand that. And I was proud to do that. Um, But I felt that that platform was an important thing for him. And Brian brings up a really great point. Relax people, TikTok has 800 million active users worldwide. 41% of TikTok users are aged between 16 and 24. Time to introduce Prince to a younger audience. It's all about marketing Prince. Exactly. It's maybe not meant for us. So I don't have an account yet just because it seems kind of uh, it, but I've been checking out some stuff that people have been tweeting. There's someone, um, and my friend made a joke last week that they're gonna use Kiss a lot. And he was right, but there was one girl who plays the bass, amazing. And another girl who is doing a little bit of a 15 seconds of I wanna be your lover. Then other people doing stuff with ceramics. Uh, The Current posted an article on that today, but I want to see that musicianship. And I'm all for vinyl too. I've always been a vinyl head. And then you'll have people come over to my place before quarantine and then they check out the vinyl and then they'll sometimes see the sticker price still on it and they'll get pissed at me. How the hell did you get a rainbow show for $7.99? How did you get a gold experience for for like $5.99? Because back then people were not high on Higgins. Thank you regarding found stuff sidekick but people weren't high on vinyl so i was able to swoop some stuff up and people were buying cassettes as well and now cassettes are making a little bit of a comeback but i'm all about vinyl and it's all about merchandise um why can't we have an american-made TikTok company well let's see what instagram does which is facebook i wish instagram would um take care of uh, accounts that pretend to be you because i still have that fake account which makes it hard for me to post personal stuff. To be honest, just I don't want to just post print stuff all the time. I want to share things with you. But then I think that people think that's me. And, oh, that's the account that posts all the prints info. And this is like his personal account. No, there is only one Dr. Funkenberry account. There's just one that's fake. And Instagram doesn't take care of that and doesn't give me the dang blue check mark. And it just is frustrating. So... Michael brings up a good point again about Will probably with the vault, although he did say that that stuff would be released after he was alive. And here we are. So him not leaving a will, him not doing other things, we've had that discussion before. And I do not believe he had a will, because remember, he had one when he was with Maite, he had one when he was with Manuela. But if there wasn't one afterwards, and say there was one written in 1982, Technically, they'd have to revert back to that, but there never was one. 
So think about that. Even when he was younger, he wasn't doing it. We all know in 96, he was worried about stuff and that stuff happening, but he was married to Maite at the time. So, and look, I love vinyl. You don't have to sell me on it, but let's get that younger generation. If that's where they're at with TikTok, that's where they're at. But let's see if something else can be made, as someone said, that can be an American controlled company. Uh, you know, so we can do those things. Uh, and here's Zach, my 12 year old tipped me off that the live tour from the control room the other day. So cool. Yes. And already they had a special thing on the Prince account live from Paisley Park with Mitch McGuire and showing off stuff. And I love that because now we can segue into Paisley Park and it reopening. And then we'll come back to TikTok. Don't worry. We'll take more than they talk for sure. So they have these exclusive stuff that's only on TikTok. And we did give a notice on that on Friday, but you they wanted you to join the account and already missed it if you were on that. Yeah, Facebook owns Instagram and they're probably watching us right now. So yeah, Leanna, but at least you know who Prince's music is. So here it is. We had the Paisley Park thing stream on the TikTok account on Monday. And now you had uh, Paisley Park reopening today. So, you know, these things all interject. Now, what do you guys think about Paisley Park reopening? Right now in LA, we're starting to have stuff closed down, not museums and other things. But it looks like from the photos they posted, it lets you know that everyone is wearing a face mask. They probably won't have tours be as big as they were. I think it's important for it to open back up. I'm not sure how long it'll be open for, but I'm glad to see that it's open. And I know that they're taking every precaution that they can. And I'll look forward to reports and I'm sure there'll be someone that, you know, complains about stuff, but hey, that's the Prince world, right? If the, if the, if the Sign of Times singles box set didn't sell out, what would we have to complain about now, right? So, uh, Allison, regarding the will, Manuela wanted that stuff under lock and key and then divorce stuff, so she didn't want that, which I understand. Um, the wills aren't valid because they're no longer married, and at that time, it probably would leave everything to the spouse. So, yeah, better for the tour sizes. I like smaller groups. That's why I like the Ultimate Live Experience tour because it was a smaller group. I'm glad to see it. Um, I don't think Open Paisley Park is a studio. There was a new article with Alan Cipher that I posted on Friday that talks about that. They've already had Beck use it. They want to have other people use it. They want to have, you know, live performances at the venue. But as we're knowing right now with concerts and other things, what Alan was hired to do is, you know, right now it's on hold, which is quite frustrating for him and quite frustrating for us as fans. Unlimited virtual tours would be okay until we are safe, as they say. The thing is, is that there'll be someone that grabs video of it and posts it for free, and there'll be some people that go, oh, I don't need to go on tour. I have this one. Why do I need to go there? I have it right here since we can't take photos and videos. So 10 people per tour and places to stand for social distancing. Awesome. They're doing a great job and, and abiding by the rules, but making sure they have to do it. I know it's frustrating because right now you can't have the international fans come over. And 
us international people can't travel over there. If you're going to certain places, you got to have a 14 day quarantine before you can go out and do stuff. April believes it's uh, too soon. However, uh, they know bills have to get paid. I believe so. And yes, I believe if you guys are going to be taking any tours, the ultimate tour is the best one to do. Um, well, Allison, that's because we're not paying attention, are we? We're going to beaches, we're protesting, which I don't have a problem with the protesters, but during a pandemic, uh, there's other things that are going on in the world. It's all it comes down to. And I support those things because they're fighting for rights. It's not like they're fighting to get the malls reopened. You know, I'm kind of, like I said, against the virtual tours just because people can screen grab it and then other people won't want to go to the tour. And of course, here it is. It's a double-edged sword. What would Prince want if he was here? What he wouldn't want if he was there? You know, photos and other stuff. So, Bob, um, I believe so, or else the person would have said, oh, it has symbols on the placements, but we'll see. Yeah, there'll be a fee, but again, that's the problem with having a music club is that someone will find a way and put it up somewhere and there'll be a bunch of other people that don't pay a fee for it. That's why right now the money is in tours, the money is in merchandise, the money is in vinyl. You know, streaming services, not so much. Yes, Sylvia, and I agree with you. It's very, very scary out there right now. It's uh, troubling and frustrating. And um, this is a world that we live in for now. We just have to navigate through it. And hopefully um, we can all make it uh, through what's going on. More Cali people in here. I think as soon as people say Cali is being naughty, the naughty people come in. Um, Allison, I don't want to get into that, but you're right. It's not a political issue. It's it's a freaking pandemic. We haven't had one of these in a hundred years. It's just frustrating. And there's a lot of things that we don't want to do that we have to do. And that's why I try to do on the show is not make not make things politicized. If you want to make change, you have to make it locally first. So, you know, CD, he did have alcohol at times at the private parties and stuff. And then you do have to worry about people drinking, but you have to worry about that in nightclubs as well, in venues. And the thing is, when Prince was here, it was Prince. He would just show up. He's not walking through those doors. So we got to find other ways to make money and bring people in. And people like to drink. I, I don't, you don't see what's in my cup, but it's a protein drink. Uh, it's not alcohol. It's not whiskey like how Fallon and Colbert probably have to have in there is just to make it through a freaking episode. So, well, Peter, she, they did collaborate live, but yes, um, she probably was nervous and other stuff, you know, or it just didn't happen. But that way, at least, you know, she is trying to do the best to appreciate Prince in different ways through her music. And maybe those regrets, there'll be an other artist that she respects a lot that grows up or respects her in the same way that she did Prince and then she'll make it happen. You know, her Rock and Roll Hall of Fame speech was absolutely amazing, especially for someone at the time of her age, you know, to understand and comprehend. Um, it was amazingly beautiful and well-written. 
So, Terry, don't believe everything you read on the internet. I don't want to badmouth people, but I'm just going to say that. Yeah. Had a will when married to my time. Had a will when married to Manuel. Yeah. No. Not no Kool-Aid, man. I'm diabetic. You know, don't let the slim figure uh, fool you. So not Kim Kardashian. But yeah. I like talking with you guys and having fun. So what about renting out the studios and the soundstage? Yes, that's something that Alan discussed in the article on Friday that they're wanting to do. They've already done it with Beck. They want to do it with other artists. They want to have other people perform. Right now, everything is on lockdown. You saw a country star perform last weekend, and he got so much flack for not social distancing. So that's going to be like Garth Brooks, where they're doing drive-through concerts. That's just the world we live in right now. So Paisley Park, like, look, there's a Chick-fil-A up the street for me. Um, I don't go there a lot because the lines are absolutely ridiculous. I hear their chicken's great. Hey, but they're closed down right now because there was multiple cases of COVID. So we want to make sure that you're having tours inside Paisley. They're checking out for temperature. Do you imagine if you have a bunch more people in that soundstage area, how difficult it's going to be? So right now that stuff is on hold. But yes, they plan on using um, the info and my sipping tea. I'm not spilling any. And it is a protein drink of black tea. So I guess in some way I am sipping tea. Michelle, I'm with you on that. I fully understand. Mia, buying masks. Look, masks don't exactly go with my outfit, but neither does getting sick. So I understand everything that's going on. Um, that's what it comes down to. That circles, that's what I read for someone who was there today. And Mika, that's what Bob was talking about. Hopefully it's not symbols in the circles, which I doubt. Yeah, but Paisley Park will go. It's okay. The Dirty Mind was really inspired by craft work and Gary Newman. I think Prince would take different um, inspirations from different places, just like I felt like we talked about with Andre Simone about Adam Ant and the look that he had. Uh, that Prince kind of borrowed that for some stuff, including elephants and flowers, or was inspired by it. But, you know, he makes stuff his own, but I think we all do. Just like with uh, me making a set, and I'm going to be having different things on my set next week. So I'll have like a video monitor behind me. So we have a few graphics and other things. Um, and now this platform allows us to play videos, but I'm not choosing to play any of the stuff on TikTok because we may get shut down by Facebook. So what do I think of the statue? No comment on that. It's, it's, only, it's what you guys think of it. There could be stuff that I don't, agree on or whatnot, not saying it's a statue, but I just keep my mouth shut. Sometimes you don't have to share your opinion on things all over Facebook, other places. You can keep it to yourself and then your life is still going to be okay. Just want you guys to know that. Thank you, Terry. I love the shirt too. It's a large, like large and medium right now. So don't even talk to me about the closet and the double XL and the XLs. I think I'm going to have to do like a giveaway and or a sell thing to uh and there's a lot that I never even freaking worn. It's ridiculous. And Baby Yoda had to pick it up. 
sure like there's other things that you guys like that are around in the shot. Have I seen the great DJ sets Questlove has been doing in his stories about Prince? Yes, yes I have. And Questlove is a great storyteller just like Ruth. Um, I like her stories a lot as well. Making masks. Um, <laughs> all right, Anita, you said it. Um, where did I get my mug? Uh, PRN alumni. But I like this side, so you guys see it. So, Wow, Bob Papa was quoting from a, uh, what's that chick who had the Call Me Maybe song? <laughs> which was a huge hit. And me and Prince talked about that because it was Scooter Braun who was behind it. And Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber actually posted about it on Twitter and Instagram and it took off. But Scooter Braun was also managing Carly Rae Jepsen who put out the song Call Me Maybe. So it was a little bit of a marketing manipulation. Uh, Scooter knows all about that, just ask Taylor Swift. So use the clothes to make something. Uh, some thongs? No, we don't want any of that. What about Prince and cinema? He seems like a horror movie fan. He quoted Bela Lugosi in the Werewolf and Under the Train Moon tribute to Blade Runner Point. I remember the guy um, that made the Hostel movies. They had a discussion with Prince about it. He saw the Hostel movies and he thought they were quite gory. And then, you know, he talked about, how about like, you know, he's like, I like your direction, but can you do stuff that isn't horror film based? And um, I was like, yeah, sure, I'll try. And like, he, of course, he just said that because it was Prince in front of him, but he never did it. Uh, that's how he did it. Carly Rae Jepsen. Did Prince like that song? He knew of it when we talked about it. But then when I told him that, you know, it, it was a, viral sensation, but again, Bieber, Selena, Demi, uh, they were all managed by Scooter Braun and so was Carly Rae Jepsen. So it was like, if you look at where it came from, there was someone behind the scenes doing it. So I think Prince was more impressed with that and went, oh, because we started talking about extra lovable and how like iTunes was wanting uh, so much money for each of the Canadian iTunes sales of that. And he's all like, why do they get so much? And I get so little when, you know, he did more of the work. So Nikki, we get saucy. Apparently, uh, according to Kathy too, we uh, spill some tea, although I don't want to get any tea on my white pants. And uh, just in case, if someone could tell me what will get out tea on white pants, that would be great, just in case. Uh, Michael, we'll, we'll get into that when it comes. Um, I did know about the Sign of the Times box set, like right after the 1999 box set came out, but I keep my mouth shut because um, then other people think I got it from people that work for the estate or other stuff, and that's not true. I live in LA and I know a lot of people, maybe not as many as other people, but they trust me with stuff and I tell it and I keep it under my my hat. I almost said assless pants because I was reading that comment from Nikki. Um, good Lord, girl. So 
he struggled with getting paid. Yeah, but he was always looking for it. And it wasn't always about money with him because we would talk about YouTube and other things and him not wanting his videos on there. And I'd be like, dude, no one is going to see live clips of you in concert and go, okay, I've seen them. I don't need to go. It's like promotion for it. And he'd be like, if they want to see a show, they can come to Paisley Park and, uh, and they can have Kirk play whatever show they want that's in the vault form. Hopefully one day we can have something like that. So, will the Son of the Times 40th DVD set that was released overseas be released in the US? Probably not because they own the rights to it over overseas. Just so you know, you can purchase that version and it will work in US DVD players. There's a little trick. Um, and it's out there. Of course, if you after you get it, you can hit me up and I'll let you know how to do it. Um, but just so you know, it does work in American players. And there's a nice little Ford in there um, by some guy with a lame name. But uh, he's proud of the work that was done for it because the estate doesn't want him involved with anything. But come on, man. I'd rather have Chappelle, too. Shoot. So... Crystal Ball, is that work of the record company? That's up to Sony uh, to do. Sony owns the rights to that. That could be something else that can be done. So Prince doesn't own the rights to Sign of the Times, the movie. When Sign of the Times was being worked on, Warners wanted to pass on it because less than a year before, Under the Cherry Moon bombed. So they allowed him to strike a deal with Cineplex Odeon. And then they, after it's released, they struck different deals with different countries. So the trademark is in so many different places in the copyright. Hopefully it can be all under one umbrella. But Sony doesn't own that yet. But neither does Warner own the videos of Sign of the Times. So they couldn't put that on the set, just like the 1999 set didn't have the videos either. But they are giving you a live show uh, that's, you know, that's on there for the for the Netherlands show. And then you have the Miles Davis show from New Year's Eve, which is kind of cool to officially be released. Maybe not uh, doing that. The German DVD set includes comprehensive commentary about Australian podcasts. It's very good. The Peach and Black podcast, they were involved with that. So it's quite awesome. And of course, they're involved because come on, Peach and Black sign the times. There you go. You know, so... They, I wouldn't know exactly Sylvia, but it's not a Prince Estate official release and the trademark is not owned by them. Um, here's hoping that they're able to snatch one by one the different regions that it is available in. So it can be all under one umbrella at one time. At least I still believe it's on Amazon. It has been on HBO before. If I believe it's still on Amazon, they can pay at any time. Um, March 1st, 21. Now, isn't that in the middle of the week that date? So, um, and of course, you just had 3121 come out within the past two years of having the reissue. Right now, I don't believe Sony can remaster and put extra tracks on stuff. There is certain things that starts belonging to them in 2021 as we go forward to 2021. And the 21st is a Sunday. They can do stuff Saturday night into Sunday. So I would be 100% down with that. 
whether having something at Paisley and to make it a virtual party to maybe make up for there not being a celebration in 2020. I know there was talks of having it in the fall. I think with the concerns going on that other things may take precedence, maybe we can have a side of the times weekend at Paisley and you have people that were involved beyond that. So Purple Rain is different. Uh, now, when it comes to the music, Warner Brothers owns it and they own it for a little bit longer than, um, than will be given back to Sony in 2021. Purple Rain, Parade, and Graffiti Bridge are the three that Warner's owns for an extended amount of time longer than the other releases, which is why there may have been rumors about a parade set, but with them still owning uh, the rights to that for a little bit while longer, that's why they did sign the times first. And you may have those discussions before. Of course, one wants the stuff from uh, the real. I wonder which show they would want to anyway, but Let's be honest with the 3121 shows, maybe you have some stuff from the Rio, but you know, the bigger venues overseas with the symbol stage would also be quite impressive. Um, is a big fan of new wave punk stuff like the Clash, Brian Perry, Bad Brains, Devo, et cetera. I think he paid attention to that stuff. I also thought it was funny that he'd have like the time go, we don't like new wave, you know, but when you listen to He's So Dull and then, um, Drive Me Wild. If you listen to the Foo Fighters version of Drive Me Wild, they played in a different key. If you pay attention to that key, even though it's the same as Drive Me Wild, it actually sounds like Devo's with it. So is Devo an actual inspiration for Drive Me Wild, but they switched it up on the instruments. Instead of using keyboard, you have the bass part, and then along with the Lindrum. Now, play... Drive Me Wild for Vanity 6 and play that Foo Fighters version. Or you can play Drive Me Wild for Vanity 6. Try to use the extended because that's funkier. And play Devos with it. Then play the Foo Fighters version of Drive Me Wild. Tell me. Tell me. <coughs> that's not COVID. Tell me you're not hearing what I'm hearing on that. Yeah, he did fight for his masters. He got everything back and early except for Purple Rain, Parade, and Graffiti Bridge. It was like 50-50. But now in 2021, he starts getting more stuff back. Well, the estate does. So have I ever seen or been in the vault? No. It was probably, uh, it was quite a mess, but we did talk about it. We did talk about stuff within it. Now, look, um, I'm not going to say that he didn't talk with other people that worked for him about certain things, but they would have their mind and stuff on the day-to-day -day activities of Paisley Park. When me and Prince hung out or talked, or even with these shows of giving me information through managers and other stuff, but when we talked in person, it would be for hours at a time, and we would be constantly discussing the music industry promotions, stuff along alongside of the vault and other things. So we would have these conversations. I'm not saying that other people did not have the conversations we had, okay? 
So I'm not trying to like play up anything, but that's what our conversations would, would go on, whether it be promotion for himself, such as what happened with New Girl, promotions for Andy Allo, promotions for Liv Warfield, and other things. So, and that's where we go. Trent Reznor was a big Prince fan as well. Same with David Bowie, and they would talk about stuff like that. You know, Marie, yes, the vault contents are now here in Los Angeles at Iron Mountain. They're in really good hands. I know that some people were upset that it isn't Paisley, but those tapes and other stuff need to be baked because Prince was more worried about what was going on in the present. He, want, he didn't want to look back, so he didn't want to go through certain things. So those tapes weren't exactly in the best condition. It being an Iron Mountain, it's in really good hands. Don't worry, it's not close to any places where fires take hand, um, take place. I always worry about earthquakes here as I knock on wood, um, but it's still, you know, there was water damage and other stuff. So, you know, how did I hold myself together with, with what? Um, when it came to hanging with Prince or doing other stuff, like you have to understand like um, at an early age, you know, I live in this town, you go to school with um, say um, Mayim Bialik of Blossom or Brian Austin Green from 90210. Um, Cuba Gooding Jr. was a few years ahead of me and before his success on Boys in the, Boys in the Hood. So you're constantly around celebrities in classes and other things. And then when you go to the market, you run into people. You'd see Jessica Simpson in the middle of the night with Nick Lachey or Britney Spears, although I haven't run into Britney Spears, but I'm using that as an example. They had these people around all the time. Um, so it wasn't anything of doing that. Of course, Prince was different, but you know, I'm not going to, how do I put it? not be professional, not do other stuff or lose my crap, you know, because Prince was an individual and there was respect going on. But um, yeah, I was just able to do it because we would, you know, talk like the first time, like, remember, I tried to keep my distance from him for a long time. I was totally okay with people emailing me. And then with Ruth, knowing knowing everything and just helping her out there was never me asking ruth at any time hey can i get like close to him can i talk with him no i didn't want to uh, same with karen uh when he found out who i was it's because the person didn't know that i wanted stuff to be hidden i mean the first few years of my website you didn't see this face at all you know i try to keep that hidden so he didn't know who who i was and of course in when it happened in 2012, even though I was doing stuff behind the scenes, uh, mostly because of Ruth, she, um, you know, brought me in and I had more access, but there was, there was people reaching out to me before then. Um, but in 2012, it was, Hey, Prince is recording at the studio tonight. He wants you to come by. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I didn't want to. And then it was like, all right, I'll let him know. It was more than that. Um, but I was like, he wants you there around midnight. I'm like, all right. And the thing was, I already had plans uh, to hang out with Maite earlier that night. It was like uh, the season finale being shown of Hollywood X's. Um, so I was at that 
and I didn't let her know. Just hung out with her and then was on my way to the studio. So that's why I was dressed nice. And like the first time we met, you know, uh, he gave me the brother handshake, thanked me for some stuff that I posted on Andy that day because he wouldn't have seen it. So rumor has it that P forgot the vault code. I don't know. He probably could change the vault to a thing that he would remember. Um, Scott, I hope there is. I want there to be. I think there should be. I would hope for that weekend. They did stuff for 1999. So, you know, D, there's a really cool um, Queen and Prince mix that's out. I hope that it isn't just blocked. I think it's only in overseas countries right now. Um, how long do you think it would take to bake all the vault music? How's it done? I wish Dave Hampton was in here. I'm going to let him answer that question. I hope to have Dave on the show again, but I'd rather have stuff for the professionals to answer. Who's the nicest celebrity I've ever met? I, it'd have to be Prince. You know, we always had a good time and I'd always would make him laugh and then people around him and then he'd be like, wait, you, you can't make them laugh more than me. And then he would tell a joke and one time with Andy and Julia, uh, he tried to bring up something from 1982 and then he was like, because they didn't laugh, he's like, well, I guess you had to be there. And then Andy was like, cool story, Prince, like cool story, bro. But yeah, so. Prince had deep love for his parents. Was he able to record a song with his father, mother, and him with vocals? I'm not certain of that. Uh, I would say no offhand that I know of. Now, I want to bring that up. Deep love for his parents. Even Hayward Baker. Let me tell you. You read all these books and it talks about this stuff. What I saw in 2001, after Prince lost John, after Prince lost Maddie, um, Hayward, well, this is actually, excuse me, before he lost both of them. Um, celebration 2001 in June, Hayward Baker attended uh, acoustic night. And I was in the back. Usually I'm towards the front or whatever. I was in the back for that show. And Haywood was there, looked exactly like he does in the photos that you see him in. And Prince saw him. They were on the platform. And Prince came up to him, gave him a big old hug. So sometimes these things that you read in the books, that was at a certain time. It doesn't mean that's how Prince felt uh, his entire life, rather things. And that's what I mean is that Sometimes we wouldn't know what Prince would do or Prince would want. So you see all these things about Hayward, and that's Omar's father as well, um, Omar Baker. Uh, but that was love. He gave him a hug. He was glad that he was there, you know, and he understood there wasn't much time left. So these things that I saw, whether it was an intimate moment between him and Andre, I'm glad that I was able to see things like him hugging Hayward. So when people try to um, discuss things, you can kind of squash things when people try to make revisionist history. Was Prince into numerology? I think we all think believe he was, especially with 31, 21, three plus one plus two plus one is seven. People can say that other meant other things, but that's one of the things that it meant. And no, it wasn't because he was a fan of that show, King of Queens because there's only a prince, right? 
So with that Prince and David Boyce segregate is a factor myth. Myth, as he said um, during the January 21st, 2016 shows, he met Bowie once and it was an after, at an after party for Love Sexy. And he said that David Bowie was a great guy and he likes to believe that he was. Like he heard from people because they, they only talked briefly, you know. Um, but you could tell that Prince was starting to have some regrets that he didn't work with artists that were on his level and other things like that. And um, it probably had to do more with, uh, and this is an assumption here, not speaking for him, about just how um, USA for Africa and We Are the World all played out like he was the villain where he just wanted to know where that money was going from and coming from, you know? So I don't want to talk about statues. Statues in this country right now aren't a great thing. Uh, the peach final of sign of times is limited. Sylvia, yes. It isn't just on the estate. You can get it through Amazon, but I would recommend getting it, ordering it quickly because it's only for the first run. Look, I love seven as well. The number seven, when we're talking numerology. Um, my grandfather's favorite number was seven. And uh, I believe his drink of choice, although mine is tea and other stuff, was uh, Seagram 7 and 7, uh, was 7 up. Um, so I jocked that number. A lot of my friends, they jocked the numbers of their birthday. That wasn't mine. Um, but the 7 number for me, and of course, kind of like my identity before is J7, the way that I put my Fs, because my initials J and F, would be like a French seven. Um, they called it other things back in the day, but we have to be politically correct right now. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But a French seven is how it looked when I would do my Fs. So that's kind of how um, my um, name originally came to be J and seven. And what's interesting is, is I didn't know this till Owen's book, but I always felt it so interesting when I first joined uh, fan groups back in the late nineties that I was having connections with Prince quite quickly. And that was because I had the name J7. I didn't know this, like I said, until Owen's book came out that, you know, the J5 hairstyle with the Afros were quite popular, but Prince and uh, Chris Moon's Afros, his would be considered um, at that time, they would call it that a Jufro. Not saying that's what it would be called now. Um, that they didn't consider it J5s, they consider their hairstyles J7s. So that's what may have played into the connection with Prince being so immediate after I joined online. Like literally within a week of doing stuff, um, I was getting attention. And then within a few months, question a moment through love for another where he would have small answers. And then my, uh, question had him reply back with a paragraph and a half and i really wish uh, i hope someone knows this that some people save those those question of the weeks from love for another because i'd love to see that along with others um, that would be quite impressive april so what is paisley park's address equal equal seven yeah when you do stuff like that like i used to do my first name minus my middle name plus my last name makes seven. I do ridiculous stuff like that. And people would laugh at me. So it is what it is. 
but I never, my gas total would never be 31, 21, and then me taking a photo of it, other stuff like that. I know other people have done that or when the receipts 1999. Hey, Vanessa, what's up? Cheesecake Funk in the house. Uh, look forward to being back in Minneapolis soon when it's safe, not just for cheesecake. Uh, but everyone, you know, you guys support Vanessa. She's doing big things. What cologne did Prince wear? Uh, what cologne do purple unicorns wear? Me, I like the colognes that I wear, but I miss this thing that I used to have that smelled like vanilla. Uh, it's always good to dress nice and then smell like something like that instead of the most popular cologne. I'll answer on that question. Graffiti Bridge, loved Kevin Campbell Graffiti Bridge. Why hasn't he been more successful? We all choose different roads. We all choose different things. It's also about work ethic. Um, you know, I wish that I could sing. But I probably would want to be in the studio as much as Prince was. So, yes, if I missed a question or whatnot, make sure to ask it. If I can answer it, I will. If I give a look on screen, uh, probably not. We don't know how much uh, TikTok paid for the licensing or how much did they get. Leanne. We don't know that offhand, but it was a deal and they were quite proud to have it. And I'm sure that Paisley Park and the Prince Estate was quite proud to have it as well. Because again, as someone brought up, younger generation of fans averaging between 16 and 24. That doesn't mean people younger than that don't have it. You know, so... Got some cakes ready when you visit again. Just give me a slice. I mean, when I was with someone previously and we had some of your strawberry one, I think she went into a little bit of a coma and I can only have so much being a diabetic. So I don't want it to go to waste. You can just give me a slice of funk and then give it to someone else more deserving. Um, so I think that they're trying to ship them out, Terry. I think that's just been the problem, like with everything slowing down, stuff that you order from the Princess State, the Rainbow Children shirts that were supposed to be available at the end of May, it's now July and they haven't been released yet. And there hasn't been any um, codes for us to get discounts and other stuff. We just have to ride it out. So I think that's what's going on with t-shirt companies. They're being, um, how much do I think? It better be more profitable than a stream. That's all I can say about that. Now, I'd love for the estate to give me information like that so I can share with you guys because uh, to me, it's about getting stuff right and being accurate. That's what it comes down to for things. Um, so it's just, if I don't know it, I don't like to speak about it. Um, no, 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 D, it isn't an info about a Prince and Freddie song. It's a remix. Um, try to see what we can do about it. Pay attention to my Instagram stories and my Facebook stories either tonight or later this week. Um, just try not to get in trouble with copyright. Don't want my account taken away. Um, Judy, no. Uh, the estate taxes, we don't even know what's left because there's never been an amount told yet. And uh, the IRS and other people involved would love not to have that information out. Um, it's just frustrating. So, <clears throat> yeah. 
we'll get it whenever. Positivity shirt or the mask? Yeah, it's the mask people have been getting. Um, the t-shirts and other things, not so much. I think they concentrated more on the mask than other things. Um, Prince appearance on Minneapolis gig. What time, when were you expecting that? I mean, I've seen Beckett print shows before. And he like made sure that like his little kid at the time wore those like air airport um, headphones, so the kid's hearing was protected. So um, I don't have the PRN candle yet. I'd love to get one. I do remember. I do know a friend who got one and it was like smashed. Um, I hope to get one. I'm just worried with my luck with stuff that mine would end up smashed. Um, so. When you say which releases are you talking about making a lot of money? Um, Beck loved Prince, but didn't everyone, even Rick James, before he passed, admitted that his haterade for Prince just had to do with him thinking there's no way that Prince could get more girls than he did, but he was glad that Prince was still around. So. <sighs> Refreshing. Protein drinks. Um, is it worth the price? I guess, Olga, if you can answer that question for Peter, since I don't know. It's a candle that they say smells like what he had in one of the studios at Paisley Park. So, well, whoops. And Siri's like letting me know that she's listening and trying to give me an answer of what a Studio A smelled like. That was funny. Um, Cannibal available everywhere on PRN alumni. That's where it's available. Peter, I try not to listen to other shows, and I do think that everyone else should listen to them. The reason that I try not to is, um, as you heard Mandy say before when we had her on the show and other people, is like I absorb information, and I don't want to get information from somewhere else, and then me pass it off as something um, that I got from another show and then putting it off is what I do. So that's why I try not to listen to other things. I do believe that there's room for all of us. And you guys should um, listen to them. I don't like stuff that has like headline grabbing things or clickbait. You know, I like to have um, in-depth stuff, especially when they have interviews, definitely support things like that. Um, but that's my reason for it. But I do believe that there's room for us all. I wish if there was going to be a music club one day that our, that we could all can kind of be on there and do that. Um, but that's where it comes from it, you know? Uh, so yes, Sylvia, I have, and his girl at the time, very briefly, unfortunately, um, I was supposed to come back to talk with him. And then I got Paige to, um, have to go somewhere else but we didn't talk further. Uh, it's unfortunate. There'll be time for that in the future, I believe. We just have to do other things. Yes, uh, my memory, I try to have it be that way. It smells like vanilla. See, I'm talking about wine to smell like vanilla. Maybe I have to put some of that candle over me before I start giving out hugs again we're all alone and stuff. Um, I haven't read the book, Donna. The title alone did it for me. So 
Any questions? Just because, like, I appreciate us doing a lot of shows. I also worry um, when people are listening to shows of them getting dead air. So I think we will try to wrap up soon unless we get some questions that can that can do stuff. I just like having shows where I can talk to you directly about stuff um, that, you know, I wouldn't want the guests to have to sit through and do things. Uh, we won't be having two shows this week just because the 4th of July holiday. But I like doing two shows a week because there's guests I want to have on. We just have to get them uh, fit in for you guys. And I really want you guys to enjoy it. Um, so. It's up to them in time and they want to be on. I would love to have Wendy and Lisa separately on the show because I think that They've done a lot of um, shows collaboratively, but I believe that Wendy, we could, like go for hours with her and same with Lisa. And I'd love to have them on separately for them to have stuff to do. And someone's been bugging me about what does strange relationship mean? Only you would know. And I'm like, no, Wendy would know. That's how I asked that question. Cause you know, that song didn't come from 87. It came from 83. Just like you guys are finding out, I can never take the place of your man it was actually from 79. So Wally's book, Wally needs to come out with some sunglasses, right, y'all? Um, don't know about that, Aaron. You know, we always hear stuff, and I'm sure Prince would say I wasn't mad. Um, if you're talking about the thing from 1999, what an amazing appearance, and that version of Motherless Child is actually just amazing. I appreciate you, Joyce. Thank you. Um, yeah, Trisha, we talked about the t-shirts. Don't know what's going on. I just think there's a delay with everything right now. Shillian time would be cool as well. Absolutely. Um, when I last visit with Prince, see visiting, that's different. The last time I saw him was a week before he passed at Paisley. Now, he was wearing the jacket, even though it was 80 degrees out that day in April. He did uh, the fro, so it's just kind of hard to tell. Uh, the female that I was with that's a friend that lives in Minneapolis, she was worried. Um, you know, and she would go to Paisley. Um, you know, last time I saw him was like January 21st, really. Then, you know, you go to that event in April, and there's just so many different variables going on the plane him trying to prove everything is okay so i think that we had a level of concern um, but i didn't think that was gonna be the last time i was gonna see him so yeah We'll see Scott what they what they do. I wasn't there for the 1999 release party, and I didn't really see too many photos since I wasn't shared. God, I really would love to like be invited to those things, or I could attend, I guess. But um, we'll see. In different ways, uh, that's something that we can ask Wendy and Lisa about that they made their piece before we passed. You know right now it's they show love and we have to understand that 
They played a very important part in Prince's career for a while, especially um, his most successful years. So regardless of other things, it's where, how they've been since he passed and how they choose to do his legacy. Um, Gold is such an amazing song, but there's so many guitar solos to choose from. Um, thank you, Dee. I always try to do the best. I think I missed a couple things. Leanne, yes, I have. Um, that's not someone who's probably going to be a guest on the show. Just try to understand some things. And I just try to say this. Um, sometimes when people don't talk, think about how much they do know. And then think about how they can make a person look a certain way and how bad they can make someone look, but yet they're choosing not to say anything. I went through something in my life in the past year that I don't talk about publicly and I can make people look really bad. And I'm sure they can do the same to me, but I choose not to do that. So just think about that when you're wondering why people aren't talking, that it could be to not in my instance, but protect a loved one and not make them feel a certain way. And by not talking, it makes that person look bad. So try to think of those things that they could talk, they could sing like a bird, and then they come out looking great. Then the other person who isn't here anymore comes out looking very, very terrible. So don't try to get wrapped up in everything that goes on. Um, only we are in charge of how we can feel and how we, we would react. It doesn't mean that those people that are in those situations can react the way that we would want them to. And that's like the most that I want to discuss. And we never had deep conversations about anything else. So just be about what I can do to help out with Paisley and other stuff. Um, that's where I try to go. So um, I try and I know it pisses people off and I'm okay with it um, to there's certain things, like I said, when it comes to political things on Facebook or whatever, or opinions on Facebook, I choose not to talk because you can still go on with your life without having to put your opinion on it. And I personally like having this verbal communication with you guys, because sometimes in writing, stuff can be dissected, it can be taken out of context, and I'd rather have it to be all out there. Um, and I try to bring facts more to the table, Cheryl, as you're bringing up than opinions. And if I do say stuff, I do say it's my opinion, um, you know, what color is the vinyl on the side of the Time Super Deluxe? It's not peach, no, it's just black. But for 180 gram and for all that, you're getting pretty good sound quality. Um, yes, three sides to every story, you know, exactly. There isn't two sides, there's three sides. Yours, mine, 
the truth. There you go. So I don't know what happened to Pear Nelson. Uh, Pear turned over all his recordings and his information from the DMSR book to Dwayne Tudal for him to write the Purple Rain sessions. Um, and that's why not only with Dwayne's writing and style, but that's why it was so good. And we will be getting sequels to uh, that book. And that's what goes on with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I can only speak for myself. I talk about things I feel comfortable with and talk about things that I know. I try not to talk about things that I don't know because then it gets you in hot water. And I'd rather um, tell you that I don't know something or it's better to ask this person about the question because I don't want to be someone that has to go on here and go, hey, guys, uh, before we continue, last week I said something. It actually was inaccurate. I apologize. I'd rather um, not have to do that. So I try to only speak about things that I know. I'm knowledgeable on a lot of stuff when it comes to music, not just print stuff. So I have that on there. And I, like I say, I love to absorb information. Probably makes it hard to be in relationships or whatnot, but um, it's just a thing with me of trying to get stuff right. And this is what I'm doing right now. And I would love eventually to be having other shows and not just cover prints like I used to have with um, the Spreecast, a uh, separate show called What's Up Doc, which we did entertainment news and other things. I'd love to do that, especially with videocast where we're allowed to play videos now. I want to like show movie trailers and have us discuss stuff and premiere things and premiere videos without getting in trouble with Facebook and the powers that be. So I'm working on these things to do because I love doing the print show that's not going anywhere. This would be uh, with it and hopefully a few times a week before we make it a daily show so then we can have more people on to discuss prints and then also have a broader and wider net to bring people in. Yes, silence is golden. I, I appreciate that. And sometimes people, you know, sometimes people are battling things that you know nothing about. And, um, you know, people feel that since I have an audience, I need to speak all the time. No, use your voice. Don't worry about what someone else has because compared to other people that I follow and other people are contemporaries, they have way more followers than I have, but I don't ask them to do stuff for me. You have to have your own voice and do stuff. Who else do I like besides Prince? Um, wish I had, I knew I should have brought the CD I picked up recently. I'm forgetting the artist's name right now, but other old scores I like, like, like George Michael, Frank Sinatra. I like, more recent music, I like Dua Lipa. Um, this one group named Public, a song called Make You Mine. When you follow my Instagram stories and Facebook stories, as you're seeing, my music is everywhere and I always have it on shuffle. And it's at 26,000 songs right now. It isn't just Prince, but um, you know, I like doing those things. Um, I am more in contact with Manuela than my tape. And um, I have a lot of respect and admiration for Manuela and Maite. Um, Manuela has been nothing but nice and kind to me. I did speak um, 
a couple months ago. And of course, whenever it comes to my Tierra Manuela, it's like people try to pit me against them and I won't do it. Um, ben Manuela was part of like a Prince tribute last year with her in a perfect world foundation and naming the schools after him. And she was in contact with him through other people, including myself to let, let him know about the school in his name. And they did a wonderful memorial service for her. And I'd love for Manuela to be involved in some aspect later in life to do another one for the fans to have something proper done for them. Um, I do reach out to Manuela quite regularly. I can't make her respond back to me. Uh, with Maite, not as much. I just stopped after a while, but it has nothing to do with things. Um, that's just how it is. I would love to have Manuel on the show. I would love to have Maite on the show without all the haters. Um, people, just like associates, they played a certain role in their lives and people need to stop. I think sometimes other people love the drama and getting involved in it, as you try to see with me being silent. I don't like to play into that at all. So which version of the sign of the times items am I picking up? Sylvia, sweetie, my birthday is coming up. So I'm hoping all of them. And that's all I can say. Um, you know, even with the seven inch edits, and I know that's unpopular. Um, I rather Robert, that you know about that, and you're able to listen to it instead of me giving my opinion on stuff. Manuela is a sweetheart. That's all. That's all I can say. Anyone who's saying that I'm not like in contact with her, or I talk about her, and as much it's like, because again, a few months ago on the Instagram post, I'm doing nothing but giving compliments to Manuela, and then people are like, oh, da da da, that this this should have been that, it should have been that, and like that's not where I was coming from on it. I'm sure someone contacted her and said, oh, Doc is saying this or doing that. And that's not true. Like, I have deep respect for her. And that's what it has to do from that. Um, Princess Thoughts and George Michael's only your sex already tracks. Probably at the time of the release, he really liked it because they both were using Shep Pettibone, just like uh, Madonna was using Shep as well. So... No, Sylvia, there's other things I like to invest in, um, but I appreciate the thought. You'll see one of the things I'm investing in next week that I'll have here for me. Um, I'm constantly trying to do things to make the show better and then to make my life better. Um, but the things that go on it. Kenny, Man Carrie Menard Martinez, when is my birthday? It's the same day as Obama's. So he had it jacked my birthday away. He's older than me, so he I jacked it from him, right? Damn, Donna, you knew that. All right. Didn't know people knew that, but thank you. But yeah, I want to make this show and everything better for you guys. Like, we've done a lot of upgrades since we started doing the live stuff. Me to the office, and of course... That door being open right now, just a crack is really upsetting me that you guys are seeing it. I've been wanting to stand up and get it the entire time. I won't do it. So yeah, um, let's see that. Thanks, I try to make it. Um, Aaron, there's some things that uh, they want left to the imagination of stuff. So just leave it on that. But when it, if you could have Prince in your movie, 
Wouldn't you want him to play a different role than that? All right. So, yeah. August 4th, something, something. Uh, I look younger than my age, and I like that, especially in this town with what I want to do. Um, do need a makeup artist so you guys not seeing this. I don't do weed. It just looks like I do. But we'll get into that. Um, all right. I'm going to try to make it a full 90 minutes. So let's get in some quick questions, and I'll try not to talk too much. I appreciate you guys being here without a guest this week. You know, I've done it for so long without having a guest and now doing the live shows. I kind of like having the guests. Um, see, now D, now you're noticing nothing but that now, right? With me bringing it up. Yes, I'm young and um, wiser beyond my years. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. And loving animals is always a great thing. I don't have any of my own. I would love to someday. I just um, going through things. Uh, I would love to give the animal the attention and the nutrients and everything it deserves. Uh, if it got sick or other stuff, because I hear it off from friends about the bills that comes from having pets. I worry about that. What about Hannah? Talking about Hannah Welton. Uh, when we just had Josh on um, a couple weeks ago, and that was such an amazing thing. And we talked about the Purple Movement, and then they're doing something today that they were on Fox 9. I did post a link to that on the Facebook fan page that you guys can access. Um, so, <laughs> all right, Ken, you can come over here after work and shut it away. You've been off for a little bit. So, thank you, Terry. I try to use the inspiration. People ask me, like, how do I feel? And I go, I feel with my hands. So who would want a demonstration? Yeah. Have I ever visited Australia? I'll have to one day. I haven't yet. Good God. As you see here, I can barely sit in my seat for this long. Like, I think, like, the reason I like Minneapolis so much is that that's, like, the longest flight I can go on. Um, but Australia has many beautiful things and wonderful things. And I'm not just talking about the woman there. I'm talking about great friends that I've met through the years and just other experiences that I would love to have. But probably I need like, even after, after quarantine, like two days to kind of get over the time change and you guys being ahead of us by so much. So uh, I have not seen that raw footage, Aaron, not yet. Diver travel with Prince only? Um, no, we would just drive around LA and drive around Minneapolis and then just have conversations by the kitchen. And I heard that they opened up the kitchen now where we would sit. So that's kind of like a cool place that I'd love to be at because we sat there for a long time. Like even when we had to use the restroom, like we didn't go at the same time. He would go first, I'd go afterwards. Like we didn't need to be having those bathroom conversations now, you know? get those close talkers like an episode of Seinfeld or something. Um, uh, and I just remember one time a, conver a conversation in a bathroom stall, just cause it's funny. And I'll tell you guys while I'm getting some text and maybe like, dude, wrap up the show. Um, so um, yeah, not doing that. You're right. Um, so we were, I was at an event where the original seven was at when they had to change their name from the time. And then Jerome was calling on me 
And that's when Jesse and Morris knew who I was, found out who I was, because identity being secret, but Jerome knew and I met Donnie Simpson. I went to use the bathroom and I usually go inside the stalls, but I had to go, so I went inside one of the urinals and then there was a guy next to me. Now this is what I mean about having conversations in the bathroom. He's literally right next to me. So I'm taking little Funkenberry out, just trying to be funny here. And I'm just like, whoo, how'd it go? And then all of a sudden I hear to the left of me, I'm a big fan. Now is he talking about me? Talking about the website, talking about the show, or is he talking about Little Funkenberry? So I'm kind of like thrown off when you're again, you're in the stall, your thing is out, and then you're hearing, I'm a big fan. No disrespect to the person that they ever watch this or hear it. It's just probably not the best time to strike up a conversation. And I can't tell you how many times after washing my hands in the men's room that there was someone waiting for me outside and then I had to like shake their hand with a wet hand. Um, so, yes. How do I think the music industry like right now in the USA? Well, the record labels are still getting paid in some aspect, not the artists. They figured out ways to manipulate when it comes to uh, streaming services and having it through T-Mobile or Verizon or other stuff or through Tidal to where they're getting paid. And of course, you know, the title has a better deal, but that isn't perfect as um, weird. Yeah. Yeah, I put Baby Yoda in there. Hopefully those things aren't distracting you too much. I just brought him in, you know, like if he raises his hand or whatever during the show, then we got to like cut it. More bathroom stories. No, we got to have like, a cartoon version of that, like the whole uh, time Rick James story. That would be funny. Um, yeah, the kitchen. But that's how I feel about the music industry right now. And that's why I started the website in the first place was at the time, Prince wasn't getting a lot of attention or other artists that I liked, like Nika Costa. And then I was on artist before they were big whether it was Ariana Grande, Bruno Mars, The Weeknd when no one knew who his identity was. And I kind of liked that because no one knew who my identity was. So like I've always had a thing for music and people being ahead of their time. Maybe that's why I was drawn to Prince and how much his music um, meant to me. So yeah. All right, guys, three minutes. Rounding the questions. Um, he needs a purple shirt. Is that where I should get one of my uh, shirts to put on him? So, Peter, I did. Not so much anymore. Now I'd have I have stuff sent to me all the time for other artists to check out. I just don't post on my website. I do know Sarah Brightman in the sense I know her music, not personally. So, you know, those are those things so i hope you guys got everything you wanted from TikTok. again it's meant for the younger generation i am seeing a lot of kiss videos so far but really liking uh, these younger artists picking up their instruments and playing along this stuff and singing it so we'll get nika on am i a cowboys fan i'm a fan of the team i'm not a fan of the owner 
they need to play they need to pay their quarterback and um If Jerry Jones doesn't come around on a lot of things, um, it's going to be a long time since they win a Super Bowl, and they have to just understand things that um, there's more important things than ratings and that you being number one at selling your merchandise. So a lot of the cowboy stuff that I have, it's purchases gifts because unless you win playoff games, I don't buy your stuff. Uh, you win Super Bowls. I don't care about ratings. Um, yeah. Nika is awesome. And I was on her. And then, like, literally, Prince was asking her to come to Paisley Park and perform there. I'd love to have Andy on. Just know that. Um, that's why I have to do a better job of making this show even better. And then having other things. We have a larger audience that will want to have people on. So I don't have people on my show. I don't blame them. I blame myself that I have to make it better for them. So I've ha- I've interviewed Nika before on several occasions, maybe not live, but there's a lot of stuff on us on YouTube and she's just absolutely amazing. Nika, like I last saw her, that was my last concert for Valentine's Day. Um, I went with my friend Pej and his sister and, uh, she was absolutely amazing. Um, yeah. Jason Wynn will be missed. But yes, I'm a cowboy fan, just not a fan of the owner until he does. As it's done. Rashida, yes, we're going to have her on. Absolutely. Um, I just, we need, to, we need to get her on. No excuses. I have other people that we're talking to. That's why I want to do two shows a week. So. All right, you guys, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Without you guys, there is no me. You guys can always donate. I didn't put a link on there at the bottom. It was running late. You go to drfunkenberry.com. Let me get a donation thing. Of course, if you figure out the PayPal stuff, if you do friends and family, then they don't take money out. But um, haven't read Brown Mark's book yet. That's something we might have. Um, But... Donate. I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys just even tuning in. Much love. As I said before, without you guys, there is no me. And um, that's just the God honest truth. All right. Keep it funky. I hope you guys have a great holiday weekend um, for those that celebrate or whatnot. If not, do your thing. And um, I look forward to next week's shows. And uh, who we'll have on or who we'll be talking about. But um, I really do appreciate you guys and all your comments. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube, on iTunes, read reviews. Good idea, Terry. Um, Until next time, nothing but love for you guys. And closing that dang door in a minute. Until next time, much love. Keep it funky.